hello. We're back with episode four of Somehow I Dad, the podcast about dad life from our own perspectives. I'm Garrett coming to you today from Rockford, Illinois. Joining us today from Ohio, the land of, uh, here's Gordo. Hey. The husband still for sale who washes dishes with a garden hose, gives his children Sprite at midnight, currently (laughs) residing in Alabama, Sir Tyler Giddens. Good evening, kings and queens above 18. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Abe Phillips is usually here, but he had an emergency work call. Uh, He may be joining us later if he gets done early. Uh, But joining us in his place is our first guest. uh, Well, I guess second guest besides uh, Gordo's son, Mason, uh, is my good friend TJ Weaver. TJ, why don't you introduce yourself? What's going on? Um, So I'm TJ. Uh, I am 30. I'm from Seattle. Got four kids. Uh, which is far too many. And uh, I work in construction. I'm a veteran. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Musician. Yeah. We've got a great episode in store for you guys. Let's get into it. Yeah, we had a pretty solid day. We had, um, what day was that? It was last Friday. I had off work. They weren't off school, but we just kind of surprised them with a... uh, like a little family day took them to the arcade we were trying to figure out something that we could do like around evie and bring evie and riss and around nap time and everything so the arcade was it yeah dude it was pretty fun this arcade that we found actually in uh in mentor ohio it has they like imported a bunch of japanese arcade games so they have like real initial d i don't know if anyone knows what that is like real initial d arcade it's 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 pretty sick. I don't know if anyone likes Japanese culture like I do. It was uh, it was a really fun experience. So, yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, that's about it. I got the kiddos in a bowling league. So, uh, with that, we got, I feel like an old dad saying that, but we uh, that's awesome. We got them some new bowling balls. We got those drilled out. We just picked them up. So, yeah, that's about it. We're looking forward to. Riss was just telling me the um, kind of the price of what it's going to cost to get food catered for Evie's birthday. So definitely stoked on this promotion. It's definitely timely there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's about it. What's going on over here? I, this doesn't really have anything to do with kids or anything. It's just a really annoying, hilarious story that happened to me. Uh, this past week, we were, at, <clears throat> uh, we were at my house. And I feel like most people that have a dog um, picking up their poop is probably my least favorite thing in the world. Um, so I usually will like leave it for a few days and then like every week or so I'll go pick it up um, and just have like a huge Walmart bag full of poop that I throw away. Um, <clears throat> but I, my first, my first thought was that you left it, like they used the bathroom in the house <laughs> and you left it for a few days. I was like, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get used like? to the smell of poop. So I don't throw up at dirty diapers when my kid comes. Oh, you'll still throw up at dirty diapers. No, I still, I still throw up. Yeah. Um, no, but so I, so we leave it out, but we don't have like a huge backyard and it's not fenced in. So we have to take our dog out on a leash every time that we take her to go to the bathroom. Um, and I had got home from work, um, you know, said hi to Kate and I was like, Oh, take the dog outside. So I take her outside. She does her thing. We come back inside. Um, and I think we had maybe gotten some things for our nursery. So I went, I went upstairs, put some things for the nursery together, came downstairs. She had finished up dinner. Uh, we ate dinner. And then I like, I think we used a grill or something. We cleaned it and I went to go put it downstairs. And Kate was like, Garrett, there's poop on the stairs going downstairs. Like what? 
what happened? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean what happened? And I turn around and there's just poop everywhere and all over these <laughs> stairs. And then I realize I haven't taken my shoes off since I've gotten home. Oof. So I look in the living room and sure enough, there's a nice trail of poop from the back door. Just like every five or like every other step because it was on only one shoe. Um, it was on my Crocs, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's, on, it's definitely on a Croc. <laughs> it, was, it was on the Crocs. It was on the Crocs, unfortunately. Um, it also went upstairs, went upstairs and got all over our carpet upstairs and spent a solid like 45 minutes just cleaning poop off the floors. It was great. It was a great uh, introduction into getting ready for a kid. <laughs> Saturday, my wife went out to brunch with uh, one of the worship leaders just to hang out. Being alone with four kids is incredibly stressful because I'm the provider. I'm not the nurturer. <laughs> so um, I'm like sitting, starting to run through my rehearsal for Sunday. I'm like writing notes. I got my guitar out and my youngest Levi comes down the stairs and walks in the office and looks at me with like this stupid grin on his face. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> He's like, I'm poopy. And I'm like, cool. Of course. And this was like 15 minutes after my wife left. I'm like, cool. You had to wait until she was gone. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go change you. And he goes, it's wet. I'm like, okay. So you peed too. And he goes, no, poop wet. Look. And he lifts up his leg and there's this freaking poo trail down his leg. No, there was no- and I'm just like instantly being the weak man that I am oh looked God. over and just go, Ugh. And, uh, yeah, so that was like the next, it, it made me think of that because, uh, it dripped on the stairs coming down from the upstairs. Oh it was from the base God. of the stairs across the carpet to my office. And, uh, yeah, I love being a dad. Like my greatest, greatest thing. <laughs> Horrible. All the things you have to look to do. I don't really have any funny stories, but I feel like my daughter's grown up like a whole year within a week. Um, she's like doing some crazy stuff, man. Like she's is she on white claws now. She goes yeah, I mean, she's, she's on the white claws, the uh, oh the, the crown peach, crown apple mix with some sprite. It's uh, it's becoming a problem. It's a uh, it's intervention time. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, she's she's eating like ten times what she normally does. She we went for breakfast Friday morning, and she ate one and a half pancakes, like four pieces of bacon. And then she ate a part of um, Ashley's pancakes. And then she went home and ate lunch later. And she just kept eating all day. And like today's the same thing. Like she just kept eating. And I don't know why she's eating so much. Um, And she's also like, she's got like a ton of energy, just like out, like it's not normal. Like she's just got so much more energy like this week. And she's talking a ton more, like formulating sentences a whole lot better and it's it's crazy the growth from like last week to this week and to see where she is i was just thinking about this the other day do you guys remember like in high school when you could just eat as like so much food all the time a large pizza was nothing dude like i remember i used to go to like b-dubs and get like a large wing a large (laughs) fry and like drink like four cokes or four pepsis and there's like be ready to like do whatever afterwards and now like a small is like too much like i don't know was, yeah i stopped growing at like 11 years old so. <laughs> <laughs> was, like 10 years old was my peak you ran out like, of room yeah yeah <laughs> <It's> like, 
That's funny. Uh, we, uh, growing up, like I lived in Japan for a while and then we moved from Japan to Texas. And I don't know if you guys have CC's pizza. It's like all you can eat. Yeah, we okay. have had it. Yeah. So they, they do not exist in the Pacific Northwest at all. But I had them growing up in Texas. And I remember just hitting the freaking pizza at like <laughs> 12, like never ending. And I realized nowadays my parents took us there because they could spend eight bucks and I would <laughs> stuff myself on cinnamon rolls and pizza nonstop. Absolutely. But, Dude, yeah, their mac and cheese pizza. A one. That's great. Their cinnamon rolls are like top notch. To die for. I don't. I didn't even. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know they had cinnamon rolls. Oh my god, they're the best cinnamon rolls. They have like an apple strudel pizza too. Yes, that is also freaking incredible. But those cinnamon rolls. They used to have like a Bavarian pizza. Like the topping was almost like a pudding, but it was like really, really sweet. It had like a crumble over the top, and then they changed it, and it wasn't as good anymore. But that was like the best thing. I love it. How do you guys remember this stuff? It, it's that good. You also Florida. said Whataburger was good, so I don't, I don't trust well, it very much. I mean, you don't think it's good because you can't eat eat anything. You can't eat well, bread. You know what? You I can't can now. Jokes on you. I'm oh, you can. Down. Yep. Whataburger is okay. Yep. It's Jesus, okay. so cured me. <laughs> Whataburger is all right. I've been delivered. I've been I delivered. I've been healed. Gluten has entered my body again. Praise Jesus. Well, hey, if you have a question about dad life, parenting, married life, or just general questions about Tyler believing that Sam Darnold is, in fact, the answer for the Panthers, uh, please follow us and message us on Instagram, comment (laughs) on YouTube at somehowidad, or email us at somehowidad at gmail.com. This week's question is, what are some of your favorite childhood memories? Oh, man. Wow. I, I have a lot. I have a lot. You want to share? share you want to share any of them? <laughs> share any of them? I mean, I have a lot, but like, I'm just going to leave you guys hanging. <laughs> you guys guess what I did I as have a child? I have a lot of really no. good memories. A lot of them. <laughs> Pretty great. No, man. Yeah. I met this kid in... Uh, I, met this kid in <laughs> I met this kid in kindergarten. His name was Andrew. We called him Andy. Andy Priatel. And he was... Uh, he actually lives in Japan right now. He's stationed in Japan for the Air Force, but... I uh, met him in kindergarten. He was like this little super shy kid that needed help tying his shoes. So I was like, hey, buddy, do you need help tying your shoes? And then we're just like friends ever since. He was the best man in my wedding. But, uh, dude, we had a lot of fun growing up. I mean, we we like rode the wave of the 90s together, just like two inseparable best friends. And it was like just every memory with him was great. Even Even like the... I don't even know if there was a not so good time. Okay, there was a not so good time. The first time he ever slept over, we like put a tent up in my room and he puked all over me and had to go home. So that was like the one not so good time. But dude, we'd play, uh, we started, we would play like cap guns. We would play the gun game every time I'd go over his house and his, like his parents didn't have rules. Like this kid was allowed to stay up till whatever time, like everybody slept everywhere. He had like, he was one of six kids. So it was just like chaos constantly. I mean, it was literally the best, but we, uh, one of the best times was just when we got into Counter-Strike, we played Counter-Strike, like just nonstop. It was just when the internet and like online gaming was becoming big. And so probably just, I mean, that was like the period where I drank like way too many Coca-Colas. His mom would just bring us endless chicken nuggets downstairs, like 
endless. I mean, it was constantly refilling chicken nuggets. She'd be like, oh, you guys are out and just bring another plate down. So yeah, that was probably like just the highlight of my childhood. <laughs> mine, uh, mine has to definitely be the ability to play outside in a hundred degree weather and do it the entire day without a break. <laughs> Like you, we would get up, we would go outside when the sun rose and then we came back inside when lights, street lights were on. Like we were outside for like 14 hours. Like it was ridiculous. And we could, we did it every single day. Like during the summertime, we did it every day. We wouldn't even be doing anything. We would just be outside. (laughs) Just be sitting there and playing in dirt or something. Like just something stupid. And it would just, it would be the most fun thing. Like that's the best memories I have. Can we just agree that that, ability of our parents to have us gone for 12 to 14 hours gave us unreal expectations on how clean the house can be as like our age raising kids because (laughs) my parents had free time i'm not letting my kids in the front yard because i don't trust people yeah so (laughs) but yeah it's like light came on or the the sun was up you'd eat something quick bowl of cereal and you'd just be out all day, oh, drink yeah, it off like the garden hose, yeah. and yep. never come up, peeing in the bushes. And then, oh crap, the streetlights are about to come on. Pedal your bike as fast as humanly possible. And that was, yeah. I look at it now, and I think my parents made less money than I thought they did. Because you, you hear that they made like 50K, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so much Bush money. Way. Yeah. So we did a lot of road trips growing up and uh, I realize now and to like uh, my dad's a big history buff. So we when we lived in Virginia, we'd go to like all the Civil War battlefields and stuff like that. We lived in Texas. We drove to the Space uh, Center in Houston and stuff like that. But um, that is probably some of my favorite memories growing up were the drives to go see the grand canyon or stuff like that stuff that i look back now and i know my parents did because they were free except for (laughs) gas money yeah and eating out maybe once but those were always the best yeah for sure um when i look back i try to think of like some of what my favorite childhood memories are uh i think mostly just because um my grandpa passed away a few years ago um and he was like the first kind of death in our family that I've had to like kind of go through. Um, I really just cherish any memory that I have of him. Um, So I think that my favorite memories are just any memory that I had with my grandpa, you know, whether that was going to car shows or I was really into drawing cars a lot as a kid. Um, And he was like, he'd hang every single one up on the fridge and was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, I remember going to visit him at work all the time. Um, So any, any day that I got to be with my, my grandpa is a favorite. Um, and Abe, when he actually texted our group chat picture of Roman the other day, pulling his mattress out into the the family room to like watch a movie as he fell asleep, like, dude, that was some of my favorite memories as a kid is like pulling the mattress out, especially if I had like a friend stay the night or like whatever, like just staying up, trying to stay up as late as you possibly can. Your mattress is in the living room. Like, I loved that. Yeah. I said, I, lo- I missed waking up for cartoons. Like, this whole streaming stuff is just, I can't get with Ruined, it, ruined Saturday ru- morning cartoons. It, yeah, it ruined Saturday morning cartoons. Like, uh What were some of your some- favorite cartoons? Oh, man. <clears throat> Definitely Digimon, Pokemon, Beyblade. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I was obsessed with Beyblade. Like, I legit was obsessed with it. We'd have, we had like, we grew up in a pretty solid, my parents still live there, a pretty solid neighborhood for like other kids in the neighborhood. So we'd have like Beyblade tournaments. Every Saturday morning was like 9 a.m. Everybody knew it was like Beyblade tournament. But I'd always win. I'd always like make sure that I won. But uh, yeah. So instead of rigging a little bit. That's funny. So when I lived in Japan, that was like from 2000 or 99 to 2001 um, or 2002. We, on the base we were stationed at, they didn't have cartoons on TV. Like it was like the, the four channels. That was all you had. And the rest was Japanese TV, but we had friends or my parents had friends stationed in Southern Japan and they had them and they would literally record Saturday morning cartoons onto VHS and mail them up to us. So we would That's awesome. get the chance wow. to watch it. But it was like, it, at that point it's the, is all your schoolwork done? Okay, now you can watch it, and it's like Monday evening at like seven thirty, <laughs> and that's when I got my my episode of Dexter's Lab. Or oh wow, uh, can you imagine waking up on Saturday morning and be like, "All I've got is C-SPAN, Food Network." That's where you go outside. It's military <laughs> base. We had free reign. Like uh, yeah. we'd go all over. But yeah, my challenge for those listening is to uh, think of some of your favorite memories as a kid. Um, and try to recreate them with your kids. Um, I think your kids will really enjoy uh, some of your uh, favorite memories and enjoy your excitement and passion um, and be all in. Uh, Go out and make some memories. All right, now we're going to hear a little bit from our sponsor. Today we got Roger from My First Spray Tan. Roger, what do you got for us here? Oh, thank you, Gordo. Yeah, right now, you're one of them people that got to fooling around with your wife during lockdown and just so happen to be ticked about the 2020 election results. Well, boy, do I got news for you. Baby's first spray tan. Oh, by golly, this kit right here is going to make you best believe your little nugget of joy is going to look like old Donnie T. Peak Orange Peel season. Yep, you heard me right. That little whippersnapper going to look like a Georgia peach tree midsummer when you're done with them. This old kit retails for 60 but tell them you know me and they'll kick you out. Nah, I'm just kidding. Can't kick you off the internet. But really, 2024 is going to be our year. Get this kit right here and get little Tommy looking oompa loompish. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. This week, I wanted to ask you guys, who are some of your biggest parental influences? Uh, who do you guys look up to as a father? Who inspires you to be a better father? Um, and who challenges you? I think I'll go first. Um, I think for me, my one of my biggest inspirations as a father um, was actually one of my one of my life group leaders um, in high school. Um, actually, was in middle school through high school. Um, his name is Spencer, Spencer Lawrence. Um, he was like, dude, he was my best friend. He like, I don't know the like the I, the the only phrase that I can say that like makes sense is like he took me under his wing, um, and he really. Uh, just taught me what it looks like to I mean I don't I don't he wasn't trying to teach me like what a father should look like and he wasn't trying to teach me like um you know how to how to do this or how to do that specifically like as a father should uh but man he really uh probably had the biggest influence on me he was just like he I think he just the biggest thing is he just took me places wherever he went like he was like hey I'm gonna go to the mall with some friends do you want to come out and I was like 
you want me, a middle schooler, to hang out with you, like your college-age friends? Like, what the heck? I remember one time for his birthday party, um, not birthday party, he's like in his mid-20s, I don't know. But for his birthday... Hey, I still have birthday parties, bro. <laughs> but for his birthday, like me, him, and like three of his other best friends, we like went to the mall and we had, um, there was this, we had this place called Friars and it, they, they would deep fry anything that you brought in. <laughs> this, we like walked up to the counter and it's this big dude and we're like, Hey, can we, uh, can we go onto the food court and get a Whopper and like have you deep fry it? He was like, dude, you bring in a shoe. I'm a deep fry it. You bring in a rat. I'm a deep fry that rat. You bring in a tire, we go have a deep fried tire. You bring in whatever you want, we go and deep fry it. And we're like, heck yeah, we'll bring in a Whopper. And he was like, hey, I'll give you some money. You buy me a Whopper, I want to try that too. And we're like, sure, yeah. <laughs> so we went, went and deep fried a Whopper and it was disgusting, but it was amazing all at the same time. And like, I mean, it just, it inspires me to like, feel like as a as someone who isn't a, like i mean i am a dad but as someone who doesn't have a kid like here physically yet um i feel like i stress about like what can i do to like almost trying to force make memories and force like these special moments that i want to happen um but really like i feel like all your kids want to do is just be with you and just bringing them along with the things that you do bringing them along with you, like your friends and um even to this day, like I mean, Spencer hasn't. I mean, he moved. He's moved away to Florida now for quite quite a few years. Uh, but we still talk um, pretty regularly and just talk about. I mean, he's got two kids now recently, um, and we just talk about life and catch up. And he's definitely one of the the biggest influences and, and challenges me to be not only a better father but just a better person in general. Do you think that? The Whopper didn't taste very good because <laughs> he possibly deep fried like a tire in a shoe before you got there in the same deep fryer. You know, I had it. Or was it just like that. not good? Because I'm, <laughs> I yeah, I was. That until now. Oh boy. It was, it was decent. I mean, I don't know if I would do it again. I, I, I guess I would do it again if the opportunity presented itself, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would definitely try it. I'm just not sure about a guy that would put anything in the deep fryer <laughs> to fry my Whopper. <laughs> That's that's questionable. Consider the source of your deep fried Whopper. Should you just try it at home? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) No, I was listening to what you're saying. It was weird. So, like, my dad was a good role model, but for me, uh, as time has passed, there's a big difference in my mind of who role modeled being a dad and who role modeled being a father. Um, Because to me, like my dad always provided, he worked hard, he took care of us, but I, and I, I still see some stuff where like he wanted to hang out and make memories with me, but I didn't appreciate them at the time. Um, and I see like he, I see him doing it with my kids nowadays where he wants to take them to Cabela's, could take them to a playground, stuff like that, where at, a younger age, probably probably the entire time I was his kid, I didn't, he was always my dad. I didn't want to always hang out with my dad. I wanted to hang out with my friends. I wanted to do my stuff. And yet, uh, now we go on backpacking trips and stuff like that just to spend time together. And, but at the same time, 
I can't be my dad in terms of like how I want to be with my kids. So I've spent a lot of time and it's a, it's a tough balance because there are definitely days I get home from work and I'm like, I don't want you kids around me. I'm going to close the office. I'm going to turn on the Xbox. Don't come in here. Don't talk to me. But other times, I mean, it's something as dumb as like uh, a couple of weeks ago, me and my two oldest were, I was raking leaves in the backyard. They got home from school and they just ran out and were jumping in leaf piles. And I like was one of the happiest things that I can like remember in a while. And just stupid stuff like that, where you want to make memories. And I don't think people really taught me that or inspired me to do it. It's more, you get that, that realization of this is the only time my oldest son will be seven years old. This is the only time my oldest daughter will be six. This is the only time Theo will be four, Levi will be three. So any time that I'm not taking advantage of that, I'm wasting something infinitely valuable because I'm never going to get that time with them back. Yeah. For sure. So that was more, and that didn't happen probably to be totally honest to like third kid where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I have, all this, these four years with this kid, and I don't feel like I have four years worth of memories. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's that was that's me. I don't, I don't. And then uh, my uh, my dad gave me these, and this is this. It made me think about it today when you sent me those questions. Is he gave me a mason jar full of Legos, and each Lego had like an event or an activity written on it. And as you start doing them, you start building something out of it. So that's just covered in like going to the zoo, going to seafair, like worshiping God, going to church, stuff yeah. like that, camping. And it's just, it's fun, little cool. things like that. Is that something that he, something that you guys did together or stuff that you've done with your kids? Just me and my kids. That's cool. <laughs> I, I feel like in the era of my parents, they, they were born in the 60s. Um, I was homeschooled, so I spent a lot of time with my mom, yeah. but my, uh, dad, I mean, he's military. He worked, you know, eight to five every day, get home, eat dinner, exhausted, fall asleep on the couch. And, uh, I like having my fake job because I'm home by like noon every day. Yeah. And, uh, I'm trying to take advantage of the time with kids that I have for that very reason. Yeah. So that they get to see me as a dad, as opposed to just a provider. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool stuff. <clears throat> I um, I don't really know. I mean, definitely, definitely, my dad is like my biggest. That it's like the most standard answer, but I mean, really, that's the only. That's like the only role model dad that I've ever like modeled myself after because he's just such a solid dad, such a great dad. So it's just. I've never had to look elsewhere for like that father figure, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's super standard answer, but I would definitely say, and through all stages of life too, which I think is pretty cool. Like it's like, it's like as, as you have your own kids and you start watching them grow up and you start, you know, like watching them go through their stages of life, you start to appreciate your dad for every stage that he raised you through. For sure. And I think that's like one of the coolest things to watch is it's just like 
it's like I remember becoming a teenager and the things that I did with my dad and like just like starting to like punch him, like not like punch him, like dad just deck him, <laughs> but like just just like That's walk sweet. up and just like test him, you know, just like yeah. nudge him, just little things. And like seeing Dominic starting to do that now, it's like like, oh weird, you know, and just just the conversations and just trying to remember, like really trying to tap into like you know, the things that my dad told me and taught me as I was becoming a young man and, and moving to this stage of my life. And so I think, I mean, really my baseline is my dad. Everything goes back to my dad. And it's just, it's really cool too, you know, getting, getting to see him get saved in my adult life because he's just like become that much better of a dad now. It's just, it's, you know, now he's, now he's the dad that I needed him to be in my adult life. And it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah. yeah, man, it's, that's all, that's all I got. It takes a special guy to navigate all the different types of um, parenting or different seasons of parenting that is. And it's may seem like a pretty normal answer, but I don't think a lot of people can say that like, you know, their dad is one of their biggest influences. So um, yeah. How about you, Tyler? Can I your role model? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think like TJ said, um, my dad was a really good dad. Like, uh, he always provided for us. He always worked a lot. Um, I was homeschooled as well. So spent a lot of time with my mom. Um, and she was pretty much like the one we spent all of our time with. So obviously I look up to him as far as like how to provide for your family and how to, how to take care of your family. But I don't, I don't know that I'll look up to anybody for a challenge or, uh, really an influence. Um, I really just, I I know what life I want my child to have, and that's what I strive for. Um, I guess if I had to choose an influence, it would be uh, probably my friends, like uh, like Gordo, because he's got three kids, and I think he does a really good job in some of the conversations that we've had. Um, and some of my other friends that I talk to, uh, I feel like they can, we kind of hold each other accountable. Um, they hold me accountable um, and kind of set the standard of how to how to raise your children and how to give them a better life. I think it's a combination of everything together. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's huge to have friends who are in the same life position as you, um, who you can bounce ideas off of, or even like vet frustrations. Um, yeah. I, like, sure. you know, Alex Garrett really yeah. well. And I talk to Alex all the freaking time. He's my brother-in-law and we both have sets of young kids navigating fatherhood and we're both leaders of church and stuff like that. And just the balance of work and family and leading our kids in the faith. But at the same time, I mean, growing up, I felt like the more my parents put me in church at some point, I started to resent it because I didn't want it. (laughs) That's, I always call those my, my less Christian days when I got out of the home and I joined the military. And there comes that point where you have to make your faith your own for real and that's that uh, i it's it's tough because i don't want to see my kids make the same mistakes as i was i was a horrible person from like 17 to like 22 like i was i was like and i remember there was a day where i was like what happened why is life going so crappy and i was like well maybe you know that church thing maybe that bible (laughs) maybe a little prayer might help here or there no that's good stuff tj yeah, I feel, I feel like there's a difference like between the way our parents raised us and the way we raise our children. So it's not that 
Like I was, I was raised differently than I'm raising my daughter. And like you said, TJ, you're raising your children differently than your parents raised you just because it's a different time and you learn things as you go along and different information comes out and you learn how to parent better and better through the years. Like I'm sure our parents parented way better than their parents did like, Correct. and down the road. So I feel like it just, it, it advances as, as we go on. So. And not only is it what you've learned, but it's also what your wife has learned and it's blending. Correct. Yeah, blending those two ideas always together, interesting thing, which always adds so many more layers to everything. But I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're just layers. at the end of the day, you're just <laughs> at the end of the day, you're just doing the best your you best. can yeah. with the information that you have and the information that your wife has and the intuition that you both have together. Um, and giving yourself grace for mistakes because there yeah. have definitely been times where you're. I mean, Garrett, you don't have a kid yet, but there are going to be times where you go to bed and you're like, ooh, I did not handle that situation properly. Yeah. And it just, yeah. it sits on you because I'm like, I don't want to come up in my kid's therapy if there's ever therapy in the future. I don't want to be that dad took my stuffy and threw it in the garbage because he tripped on it on the stairs because it had been on the <laughs> stairs for 24 hours and he asked 10 times. Yeah. So, like, it's just, it's, it's the learning. There's grace for you. Um, it's a learning. I mean, we've never been parents before, so you're trying to figure it out as you go as well. For sure. Yeah. Definitely, definitely got to ask for forgiveness and, and forgive yourself as well. Cause I'll tell you what, operating as a man, as a father with guilt and shame is like the, uh, I mean, it's like a killer. I mean, guilt and shame it's a poison. are poison. Yeah, it's it's you can't operate that way. You have you have to forgive yourself, and you have to give yourself room to screw up. It's like you know, you could try your hardest, you could do everything, you could read all the books, you could do everything, get all the best advice, and you're still not going to be good enough. And that's the that's the one thing I'm learning in this season of being a dad is like I tell the boys all the time. I'm like, look, I'm telling you these things because they're true. It doesn't mean I'm always going to follow them, you know. I it's and it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. I will literally pray in the car on the way to school, and then I want to cuss somebody out that pulls out in front of me and make as soon as I'm done, <laughs> it pulls out in front of me, and I'm like, and I'm like, guys, you know. So it's always it's it's pointing your kids to, yeah, it's it's pointing your kids to the one that's perfect versus not trying to be the one that's perfect. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I I use myself as an example with my kids all the time. It's like. Hey, you remember when dad did this? Yeah, that was a great example of what not to do in that situation. <laughs> yep. So it's it's realizing like, wow, I'm raising these kids to point them to Christ because I'm not good enough, you know? And that's what I tell them all the time. I said, the only good you see in me is Christ. I said, that's it. I said, yeah. the only good that you see in me is is Christ. Yeah. And so when you're when we're out and about and you see me, you know, do something that's good, it's not, it's not, you know. Don't think, oh, my dad's a great guy. No, I'm not. You know, I might be an okay yeah. dad, but it's it's the little bit of God in me. It's 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 the yeah. Holy Spirit, you know. So yep. I think that's I think realizing that it allows you to free yourself from holding things that aren't even yours to hold in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but also not giving yourself an excuse to go get milk yeah. and never come back home. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's like there's a fine line you walk with that. For so, sure. Oh. Can, I, can I add something to that? Yeah, man. Go for it. Um, there was, uh, I was praying uh, probably like six months ago. And something that really stuck out to me that I, I don't think I'd ever really 
addressed in me is not to be so proud that I couldn't apologize to my kids when I was wrong. And yeah, that, yeah. that as, yeah. as a dad to apologize to, and it's you, it's mostly my oldest two because my youngest two are four and three. So they're not quite yeah like memorizing stuff, but definitely yeah. my oldest son, he is the, the logical kid and the very emotional, like he, it's either all good or it's all bad. Yeah. He's that kid. And AJ, my oldest daughter, she is a full-on little princess. And um, handling things wrong, like, it's all good to say, oh, I'm not going to do that again. But to go up to your kid and be like, hey, I am sorry. I handled that badly. This is yeah. what I meant. It did not come across well. I feel like that models a much better relationship yeah. to them. And it, it definitely frees you as a parent, or at least it does for me that I can have that conversation with my older two and be like, you know, daddy was wrong. I am sorry. Um, I was frustrated. You didn't clean your room. I'd asked you for four days and I lost my temper. I am sorry. Can I help you? <laughs> clean there. Your room? Yeah. And you want to know what's even worse than that is when you know you made a mistake and then your wife points it out before you have a chance to fix it. And she's like, go tell her you're sorry. I'm like, now I don't want to. <laughs> you told me to. <laughs> right. And then you have to, and you're like, I'm sorry for <laughs> like, <laughs> true grit. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. so, so sorry. Gordo, go circling, circling <laughs> back to what you said about like giving grace for yourself, man, that was, that was a real, struggle for me when we first found out we were pregnant um, and I hadn't even done anything yet. <laughs> like, yeah. I was already like, I just, I had this really weird kind of mind battle and realization um, pretty early on in our pregnancy. Um, it was just like, you know, we found out we're pregnant and we're just so excited. Um, and we're sitting down at breakfast one day, um, just talking about like, you know, the different things that we had learned from our parents, things that we liked, things that we didn't like. Yeah. Um, that they did that we want to do for our kids. Uh, kind of like we talked about last episode a little bit. Um, but I just had this realization and I was like, man, no matter what we do and no matter how hard we try, our kids are still going to be having this exact same conversation with their spouse in like 20 years or whatever, like talking about all the th horrible things that I did as a parent. <laughs> or that, yeah. or that like, and dude, like it was a it was a real battle for me for a while because I was like, dude, no matter what I do, like I'm gonna mess up, and my kids are gonna hate yeah. me, and I'm gonna yeah. like ruin them. And because most of the things that I feel like we battle with as adults are things that we're still just trying to like figure out a lot of childhood traumas that happened to us, whether that be from our parents or not. But like, um, I was like, man, like this is gonna like this sucks. Like no matter how yeah. hard I try, yeah. no matter like no matter what I do, my kid's going to resent me. Um, and that was yeah. a real, it was a real mind battle that I had for a while. Um, and I just had to be like, dude, just like kind of self-talk and be like, dude, shut up. Like, yeah, you got to yeah. give yourself grace and you have to be, you have to be like, you have, like, I was, I, I don't want to say I was at the point of like, I don't even want to try, but like, I was like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was like, I have to have enough grace for myself um, and grace for, for my mistakes. Yeah. To know yeah. that, like, and I know myself well enough that I'm not going to be the type of parent that's going to mess up and then try to, like, you know, pull the dad card. Like, well, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to gaslight my kid and, and, and say, you know, well, I did this because I'm dad and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, like, <laughs> yeah. if I, if I, I'm dad. you made me do this. <laughs> you made me this way. <laughs> no, like, I'm going to own up to it. I, I'm going to own up to it and be like, man, I'm sorry. I missed the mark on that. Like, yeah. Like, this was, That's- this was not how, this is not how I wanted things to go in my mind. This is not how I pictured things to go. I'm sorry. That I made, that I did this. I'm sorry. Whatever. Like, let's work through this together. Like, what do you need from me? Like, yeah. I have, I, and it's just that was it was a it was a really it was a real mind game when we first found out, and I think a lot of people struggle with that is just like not giving themselves enough grace. It's a heavy weight oh, yeah. when you're like now you're responsible for a future person. Yeah, like it's it's huge. Yeah, I mean, I think about it every every single every single night. Like, I'm just I'm trying to like calculate. The amount of days it's been, Dominic turns 12 on the 26th of February. So it's been every single day since then, since he's been born. And even before that. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been over 12 years now of just thinking about that at night. Like, what could I have done differently today? You know, just that constant, just that constant, you know, and and it's so funny too, because I like, it just felt like I was on like a hamster wheel for so many years. Really, until yep. I understood biblical principles, and then I was like, "Oh, this is how I. This is how I need to raise my kids. Like, this is the truth that I need to walk in for my kiddos, and not even, yep. not even just that, but just like, I don't know. I, I do a lot of that with my kids. I mean, we laugh about a lot of things together. Like, we, they, we, we, we laugh a lot about like when I was mad." about when I was like how I handled situations and stuff like that. And I think if it's like, it's kind of nice because it's like, you know, I, I apologize. I never like freak. I do freak out sometimes, but never like, (laughs) you know, not like hitting anything or whatnot, but you know, we laugh about some things. um, And we're able to talk about them real freely. So there's no, like, it's never like gaslighting or anything like that. It's not like, Hey, you guys made me that way and stuff like that. It's, it's just real genuine conversations, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's a different way of parenting, but I often wonder that too. Cause I'm like, I'm like, man, I am like, you, I, <laughs> the total opposite of the guilt and shame is sometimes I'm like, man, I crush this day as a dad. Like these kids are never going to have anything to resent me over. You know what I mean? Like I'll have days like that. And it's usually like five minutes of a day. It's mm-hmm. not a whole day, but To end today's episode, I thought it'd be fun for us to play a little game. Uh, Say that you're home alone, hanging out in your youngest child's room, and suddenly you get an alert on your phone that all of the AI have turned against mankind and you only have access to defend yourself and your family with what's in your baby's room. What are you grabbing to defend yourself in your home? We're going to do a four-round draft of the best items to grab, and no item can be selected more than once. We'll pick one through four and then four through one snake draft style and see who has the best chance of survival at the end. I entered our names into a random name picker and the order will go. Uh, pick number one will be me. Pick number two. Oh, that's that. That seems that's convenient. convenient. Wow. <laughs> it, it was a random general, I swear to God. <laughs> pick number two will be Tyler. Pick number three will be Gordo. And pick number four will be TJ. With the number one overall pick, I um, feel like it was a pretty easy one for me. Uh, I went with dirty diapers. 
Wow. You are not even a dad yet. All right. Yeah. This is going to be the. Yeah. Where did the diapers come from? Where you like practice yeah, diapers? Yeah. <laughs> is that where you've been putting the dog poop? It was <laughs> in the diaper genie. <laughs> no, but hear me out, dude. Dirty diapers are yeah. not only disgusting, they smell awful. How do you know? Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> do you actually have dirty diapers in the room right now? No, I don't have dirty diapers in the room right okay, now. I'm just clearing it up for any of, our, any of our listeners. It's not really fair to me because I don't have a child physically here yet. Okay, um, no, it's fair. I just I figured. I was, so, what is currently in the nursery that you could use as a weapon? Okay, this isn't. That's no, this isn't the point. <laughs> you you want to know what my not. point is? I'm not is only the we're fighting against robots, and you chose a stinky diaper. They can't. Well, no, hear me out, because I can throw the diaper at him. The poop smears over its face and sensors, and then it Can't doesn't know where I'm at. We could You're actually, also, we could actually buy a Tesla and test this out. This you is a very weak. trusting the phone that told you that the AI are revolting. So right. the phone has an AI. Tyler, your so. pick. All right, my my number one pick. I'm going to the crib. I can break that puppy down. I can shave it down and make a bunch of shivs, or I can make a spear. I could use whatever. I can take the screws out and like oh, put it in. What's our time? What's our timeline look like? Because Tyler's going to have enough time to go to a freaking wood shop and get all this stuff prepared. <laughs> I don't need so. a wood shop. If you break I'm the piece break of wood, it all it down makes and sharp. You're not. You're <laughs> going to make a shiv out of a crib with your bare hands in five minutes. I didn't know we had five. Do we have five minutes? Well, that's what I'm trying to clarify. How? What's the timeline here? I feel like, I feel like five ten minutes is our is our time frame. Yeah, because like they're attacking. It's AI. They're in your brain. They're so it's like the Amazon you know, drone is already in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Gordo, what's your pick? Dude, I'm going 5G. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my <laughs> pick is um dude, I'm trying to think. Yeah, an EMP, <laughs> obvious choice, dude. Um, <laughs> hand grenade. We have a spare bed in there that has a metal bed frame. But the problem is, is that you could break it apart, but it's in like three pieces. So you'd have to get two people to hold each side of it, but you could jam it into AI. I mean, you could jam it into a robot. So, so what was it? So that's my first pick. It's a bed, it's a bed frame. It's a bed frame, but you don't have to take it to the wooden that sounds it's a lot like a wooden wood. crib. It's metal. <laughs> no, because I don't have to take. I don't have to fabricate anything like Tyler over here. I, I just I just simply break it apart. Yeah, you just needed three people to take it apart and then break it down and then shave it down and then put it on a lathe. Get a nice sharp point. But you're, you just chose what I chose and made it more difficult. <laughs> I, I, feel like, no, I feel like it's the same thing as a crib. I could use. I could use. I mean, <clears throat> dude, there's no. I mean. We got to know what type of steel these things were made. Oh my god! I think you're thinking way too much into it. <laughs> I agree. Okay, dude. I would. I would. Yeah, I'm gonna go bed frame. Bed frame. Bed frame. Okay. Metal. I feel like that's the bed same frame. thing as a crib, but it's not. I hey, 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 one's metal, one's wood. Hey, welcome. They're almost identical. Just yeah, dude. I, I, I'm with you, Gerber. I really am. All right, I'll keep it the same for now. TJ, what's your pick? Curtain rod. Because we have the good freaking Let's go. in the closet mm. hanging clothes. That's a good pick. That's okay. Good I don't have to whittle it down to a point. <laughs> and I don't have to break a metal bed with three of my best friends. 
<laughs> a cylindrical <laughs> wooden object. So you're telling me if you called Alex means. right now, he would not be down to break a bed frame and <laughs> wreck Elon's. Okay. He's got to prepare for himself, <laughs> man. Me. All right. You've got the next pick as well, TJ. Uh, I was going to grab the baby powder and use it as a smoke grenade. Dang Get it. I had that on my list. Oh, well, you shouldn't have gone first and grabbed diapers that aren't even dirty. They are and dirty. Nice little shelf on Ooh, I got a good one. All right, go to your pick. Vaseline. Oh, that's a good pick. That is. See, that was also a reason for me picking dirty diapers because you could smear poop on the floor. I mean, I wasn't going to put it on them. I was going to put it all over myself. They couldn't catch me. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Just like the predator. (laughs) I'm going to go underrated pick. Uh, This is a sleeper. I'm going to go blankets. Cover yourself in the blankets. They'll never see you. Just hold it up. Dude, they have a vision. You guys are taking my vision. It's just a pile of dirty laundry on the ground. They're not Tesla even can see a pedestrian, dude. Oh, can they, though? I mean, not if the guy's in the backseat sleeping. <laughs> 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 All right, for my, for my next pick, uh, I'm going to go with a white noise machine. That's a good one. Yeah. A fan. Decoy grenade. Yeah. Basically. It's not only a distraction from AI. You can't tell the difference between me and a noise machine. I can also chuck that sucker right at its face. So it's twofold. Fair enough. Um, so I'm going white noise machine. And then on my third pick, uh, I'm going to take uh, the video baby monitor. Um, As a tactical camera? <clears throat> However, it's not Wi-Fi enabled. Because if it was Wi-Fi enabled, the AI could you. control it. Abe, I know you don't agree with it, but man, this, this, I'd need it to gain information. If I can know where the AI are at at all times, you know, most people don't have just one video baby monitor. Sometimes they have two, multiple ones. So I'm grabbing that sucker, setting them up throughout different points in my house. So I know where they're at at all times. Tyler, you're up. I think I'm going to go, uh, the alphabet building blocks, you know, the little blocks with the letters on them. That's a bad pick. Yeah. You, you throw them. They could be decoys. Whatever you want. I think that's a pretty decent pick for the third round. Gordo, you're up. Pick number three. Uh, no, I'm from the United States. Um, <laughs> you said Gordo, Europe. I thought you were like introducing me. <laughs> I'm from the U.S. Hey, dad joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said no dad jokes. My bad. Um, just grab the wooden. Shoe out of the toilet because I heard it was clogged. Just, just uh, so I would grab my neighbors. <laughs> 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 Worth it. God. Uh, <laughs> all right. What what else is in her room? We have curtain rod, but TJ said that, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna steal the same one. Uh, Tyler took blankets. That was like literally last on my list so not going to do that one um he said that's a bad pick <laughs> he said it's my last pick <laughs> um oh my gosh not pillows it would get confused with like fun and turn into a pillow fight <laughs> <laughs> this is freaking tough Probably all the water bottles I set on Evelyn's nightstand, I could just start <laughs> chucking those at them. True story, I actually threw a water bottle at my wall and it stuck in the drywall 
the cap first stuck in the drywall and the bottle was just sitting in the wall. So right. I have pretty pretty good accuracy. Could chuck those suckers pretty good. I heard I heard cap first into the wall. And I was like, where did the story go? Like, I'm so confused. I was like, did I miss something? Like, how did the cat end up in the wall? The water bottle hit the cat. The cat landed in the wall. I was like, I've been to your house. You don't have a cat. (laughs) No, but I do have a hole in the wall. From a water bottle. (laughs) It was the wildest thing ever, dude. I just smacked it off the table because I couldn't find my car keys in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to get fired. I smacked this water bottle. stuck into the wall. Craziest thing I've ever seen. All right, TJ, you're up. Your last two. Picks. I don't know. I don't know if it's too close to alphabet blocks, but I was thinking the Duplos because I can't walk on those things, so I don't expect AI to be able to walk on them either. That's a good I, pick. Uh, I'm gonna show my my non dad is showing my non kid is showing. I don't know. What like Duplo the oversized Legos. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking. Yeah, the big ones. The, the they were the nobody, nobody can choke on them. That was kind lawsuit yeah. safe. The Legos for homeschool licensed. Ouch. Ouch. I was homeschooled. I was I can say it. I was homeschooled. It was also a roast on Tyler, but I just I wanted to settle until I said I was. Uh, And then your last pick. Last pick. Let's see, my last pick was gonna be diapers that were used. Um because it was a horrible pick, not a first round at all. Um Blackout curtains. So you're using the curtain rod and the curtains. Yeah, like absolutely. That. The AI is shaped as a window. <laughs> I'm ready for my pick. Let's go. <clears throat> All right, Gordo. If what's it your blocks last pick? the heat from the sun, it can block my body heat. True. Somewhat. Well, if he has thermal <laughs> and X-ray vision, we're effed in the A. <laughs> <laughs> what's your last pick, Gordo? <laughs> um okay so hang on let me think about this really quick because we have we have two addicts connected to her bedrooms so i'm trying to think what i have up there this is going to be a two-hour podcast you're a two-hour podcast <laughs> um <laughs> what i'll two hour your podcast <laughs> hey oh got wipes I mean, you're going to cut out all this thinking. Got wipes. Got wipes. <laughs> so, when there are holes in the walls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you stuff the what? You stuff the what? You stuff the wipes in there and then just paint over it. Um, dude, I, I have nothing. I have literally nothing that I could hurt anything with in that bedroom. There's nothing left. You got to be creative with how you're going to use stuff, though. That's the thing. I mean, we have in the closet, we have like a collection of old toys. So we could definitely do like a home alone scenario. Yeah. Throw them all over the floor. Yeah. That's, that's going to be my last pick. That's all I got. That's decent. All I got left in there. All right, Tyler, what do you got for your last pick? Ready to go. It's the diaper bag because there's a little bit of everything in there. There's snacks, there's milk, there's toys. Uh, There's like nail clippers. There's like literally anything you could possibly ah. think of is in the diaper bag dude when you, you first said diaper bag when you I first said diaper bag one. i was thinking of like the diaper genie bag that's what i thought <laughs> and, I, and then like, you were like there's snacks in there and i was like <laughs> well, different bag different bag <laughs> it took me about half a second to be like gross oh wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's try here it's first pick and i'll pick it for my fourth <laughs> 
<laughs> you just Dude. pick a bigger version of it. <laughs> uh, for my last pick, uh, which I feel like might be one of the best picks. Um, Breast pump. Oh, I'm surprised it made it this far. Uh, I feel like it should have been a pick that was taken earlier, Uh, but I am actually taking the humidifier. Um, And I'm just going to (laughs) throw that thing full of water at this AI bot. So you're trusting Uh your arm a lot in this scenario. I thought you were going to have it. Dude, in my heyday, I could throw a football quarter mile over a mountain, dude. I'm not. I've got so much confidence (laughs) on my arm. But if Dude, you leave that thing I'm not, running... I'm not no Sam lock- Darnold. I got an arm. All right, so uh, my picks are dirty diapers, a white noise machine, baby monitor, and a humidifier. Tyler is taking a crib and his three best friends, blankets, letter blocks, and the diaper bag. Gordo is taking the bed frame, which is similar to a crib, but different. Uh, Vaseline to spread all over himself. Water bottles and old toys. And TJ is taking a curtain rod, baby powder, duplos, and blackout curtains. Uh, let us know who you think um, is going to win and survive the longest. Uh, make sure, to, sure to we're all dead, boys. We're probably all dead. I think TJ <laughs> and I had the best shot. Do I put the Vaseline on B? <laughs> <laughs> put it on the floor, man. They can't get through. Do I like I put it on, on you before? better. Do I put it on before or after my friends get here to help me with the bed frame? That's the one. <laughs> Definitely before. Every episode, we want to end with a question for you, our audience. You can respond on Instagram at somehow I dad, comment and subscribe on YouTube at somehow I dad, or email us at somehow I dad at gmail.com. We want to know who are some of your biggest parenting influences. We look forward to hearing some of your answers during the next episode. Also, if you have any questions or topics you want us to talk about, please reach out on Instagram or email as well. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Please give us five stars and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time. I'm Gordo. I'm Tyler. I'm TJ. And I'm Garrett. Remember that being good enough isn't the goal. The goal is progress over perfection. Let's all try to be a little bit better this week than we were last week. You got this. Love you. Bye.